Welcome to Post to Post here on The Wave, the sound of LIU. I am your host, Anthony Keverett. Joined alongside me, as always, is Ryan Kraut. And we are set for tonight as we will look around the NHL, look at the news and rumors going around, look at each division, then we will have the hat trick challenge for this week, and then we will preview the five games for tonight. But first, we will start off right away with the news as we will quickly go over some Canadian news, as however, as the host of Hockey Night in Canada and Coach's Corner, for those NHL fans who know him, Don Cherry was let go from Rogers, or really just TSN in general. And he was a hockey commentator for 40 years. He played and coached in the league, and he was fired on unremarkable comments. This is not new for him, as he, you know he was the whole reason that the Carolina Hurricanes, for those of you who don't know, that's where the term jerks came from to represent the Carolina Hurricanes. So this is not new for him. No, it's it's not. He has always been very, very opinionated. And now it cost him his job. I don't necessarily agree that it was 100% racist what he said. It, but well, it's well, kind of one of those, like, on the line kind of things. Yeah, we're we're not gonna get into extreme details on this because you know we we keep politics and hockey separate, and the but and the, at the end of the day he was on a rant and it was for Veterans Day and he's a big backer of making sure everybody remembers Veterans Day and there's a specific tradition that they do in Canada, which is they wear a flower, a poppy, so that they can represent and represent the fallen the fallen soldiers from each of the wars and for a lot of people and I've and I did my research on this it is not just like a specific people thing it's like a lot of people in Canada have stopped the tradition and he gets he got very heated about it and he used language not really he kind of just he used the term you people uh, to represent as most people have said immigrants in Canada so whether that is on terms for termination is up to debate you know he's said things he's not he's not that type of person especially if you have seen him or not we have we have actually a clip of when he when he did do the jerks thing for everyone who has not heard it um he was talking about the celebrations that the hurricanes do and well he spoke about them Hard not to embrace it, though, isn't it? And the pig, I don't Hamilton, embrace the pig and everything. nothing. I said okay. they look like a bunch of jerks being a fish, a fish in the water, a bowling ball. With this professional hockey, and no sport in the world does it except them. And it come down from the top. I want you to interfere. I want to entertain the fan. The fans there now. They're seventeen and eighteen thousand. They're front runners. They're there because they win, not because they act like fish. So yeah, it's not. It's not new. Uh, when he says something that stirs up controversy. And as I said, very opinionated. Also, not 100% sure what any of those words he just said mean. Bowling ball and stuff like that. No idea what he's talking about. He was talking about the, the celebrations. Oh, some of the celebrations. Okay. But you see, out of context, people would be like, what is wrong with you? And that's not an English yeah. sentence. I do, I do believe he'll get a job somewhere. Oh, I'm sure he'll get a job somewhere. Like, with his background and his just him being... It's a name. It's the name, yeah. 
But still, that was, you know, we got to cover it. The NHL did make a statement about it. They said hockey is the best when it brings people together. The comments made were offensive and contrary to the values we believe in. So even the NHL was like, all right, we said our thing. They didn't, I don't even think they made this public. They kind of just posted on their PR Twitter and said, all right, that's it. We, we, we mentioned it. We're done. So it, the NHL community is, I guess, just it's fine. The dude will get a job somewhere else. I believe I that. heard the KHL. Don't go to Russia. But then he's really got to watch what he says. Yeah, because you can, Russia, ugh, just pull the turtleneck. That's something. Neck. That's way too political. But so, just wa- watch your mouth, Don Cherry, and you'll be okay. You'll get a job somewhere. Should be fine. So, moving on. Um, more news from the NHL, especially from the Department of Player Safety. As Nick Foligno of the Blue Jackets was suspended three games for elbowing Pierre-Edward Belmar. So, I didn't see the hit. I actually did not see this hit either. I have not gotten a chance to look at it yet. But anytime you elbow someone, which I'm assuming in the head. That's not good. I would assume. No, not at all good. Take take it from someone who's had his fair share of concussions. Well, your They're concussions not fun. are different. You're They're con- not fun. <laughs> the, I'm not the, t- even talking about the most recent one. I'm talking about the other ones, the actual sports-related ones. Okay, because I'm like, if this is the last one you told me about, where you we're not getting into that. That's which, just no sad. one needs to know about that one. But concussions are not fun. It's and getting elbowed in the head. That's not not pleasant. That's not pleasant. It's not sportsmanlike at all. Whether it's accidental or not, but clearly if they handed out a suspension, they deemed it was not accidental. So, and then we've actually been seeing a lot more suspensions in the past few years, especially when it comes to things. I guess that's just because the player, like, you know, the NHLPA is like, hey, we want to make sure the game is 100% safe. We don't want our guys to get, you know, badly injured. You know, this isn't the early, late night. The This is not the old time version of hockey, you know, the early 2000s where you had things like Scott Stevens laying people out in the, in the Stanley and Cup final. killing someone, and then his chest has to pop back up. Yeah, no, so let's... Scott Stevens is... that No one's allowed to get away with that anymore. No. Brendan Shanahan played in that era, and now he's in charge of the players, Department of Player Safety. He said no. I'm not... Ha- after everything he and everything in his generation went through they're putting a stop to that which is 100 percent. you know that that should that should be a thing that that is taken seriously and i'm glad that like there's suspensions like this they're being given out so moving on to more uh news the, now we're going to get into like the chunk of the stuff that is important really you know all the player safety stuff is important but this is more of stuff that we or have been covering on a weekly basis from internet, from our, from inside sources and from just NHL in general. First one up, and this came to light, I believe, a few hours ago, where Taylor Hall said he is not signing a contract until the end of the season. He, I saw that he, it was reported he's not interested in signing a contract during the season. That doesn't necessarily mean that he's leaving, but... It's, Since he said that, I would assume that he's not going to finish the season as a devil. I would also— Personally? I think when I see that, that means two things. That means, one, that means if I'm traded, I'm traded. And that also means, two, he may just test free agency. I think he's going to, because at this point, he 
I mean, you kind of have to. You're a big name. You're going to get big money. You can't, if New Jersey keeps playing the way they've been playing, you're not going to go anywhere. Like, your team's not going anywhere. So you want to be in a winning environment, somewhere that you can have a chance to win a cup. Maybe like Edmonton. Edmonton, he could go back there. Um, some other big-name teams that have the cap space, I'm sure, are going to be in the market for him. He's going to be a top, if he does test free agency, top five, maybe top three name out there. I just don't see a scenario in which he stays in New Jersey. I don't even think he's going to finish this season in New Jersey. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so either. They can get a lot for him. They're going to get a lot more than Edmonton got for him. But that was just... That was a weird I don't know situation. what Peter Shirelli was thinking of that one, but it's not even like it was a salary dump at that point. But they're going to get a lot, the Devils are, for, for Taylor Hall. And if he stays, then they get the Hall and they get Taylor. But if not, then they still got a, a decent amount for uh, a top-name player. Exactly. So, you know, we'll see how that goes. We've been following it for weeks now. I don't think we're going to get much more information than this now. Because, you know, it's he's basically said, he's like, don't worry, that's it. Let's, let's put it to bed. But I, I think everybody's kind of in agreement that if that he's announced this, he's probably not staying in New Jersey. So moving on, and I feel like we need to just make this part a new segment. Like we need a segment of just like a, like we need like a, a lead in like some some sort of sound clip to like oh the Penguins are at it again. But penguins. I guess we, we can make this the the uh, unofficial um, sound clip. Well, when things go wrong, they go really wrong. Yeah, that should just be the official sound clip at this point, because Crosby is out, and the per the the guy who for the last few weeks that we've been saying at least they have Crosby, they're not they're not done yet. They got Crosby. You're done now. <laughs> they don't got Crosby anymore. They may have Malkin back for right now. We don't for, know how long that's gonna last, but uh, yeah, Crosby's out now. Could be a while. Yeah, he did not. So this was announced to uh, Tuesday morning. Because he did not play in the game last night against the Rangers, he didn't even travel with the team. So, and now Mike Sullivan said that he will not. He didn't travel with New York, and he will also. He's he will he is scheduled to be to play Friday against New Jersey, but Sullivan did not specify if Crosby would miss that game as well. And a lot of people are saying he's hurt badly. So that something happened over the course of the last few weeks, and he's just not doing well, and he needs the time off. There's, they said it could be. He has a sports hernia. How the heck is it? What the heck's a sports hernia? I not... is it a hernia that you just get from sport? I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure. I know they are very painful. No, I, I, yeah. He is considering surgery. So if he's getting surgery, and he's been dealing with it since training camp, but oh, so he this... he re-aggravated it. Okay, so they knew this was happening. Looking like he could be out four to six weeks, but they're going to make an announcement um, sooner rather than later. So he's out for the foreseeable future. That's what I'm getting at because four to six weeks. That's that's till the break, I think. Four weeks is. Four to six weeks puts us around Christmas, New Year's. Yeah, so that's going to be right around the holiday break, 
he'll probably be he'll be back he'll miss the re- remainder of the se- the first half of the season, most likely. Yeah. And then Ow. if he get if he gets surgery, it's probably going to be longer than that. Yeah. So that's it's don't put your chips on Crosby at this point. And I wouldn't put your chips on the Penguins at this point because that's not Yet good for them. Yet somehow they're still up there in the standings. They are still doing well currently in the Eastern Conference. They're in. They're fourth in their division. They're in seventh in the conference, but with one point they shoot up to th- to fourth. So they're not out of it. They're not, but they're not. Well, hold on. Let's let's let me let's. Look at the wild card because that's what is probably going to end up happening. Because I don't see, yeah, they're currently in a wild card spot. But here's the thing: you got Toronto, who's tied with you with 22 points. You got Carolina with 21, Buffalo with 20, tied the Rangers with and Tampa with, with 18. Yeah, as my mom actually just sent me what a sports hernia is. So thank you, mom. <laughs> it is, it's a groin injury with the soft tissue. It. uh during sports, when you move around a lot, intense twisting and stuff like that. So it's like his muscles are, the soft tissue is like all twisted and it causes severe pain. I love how like we got the exact definition of a sports hernia and she yeah, even, I still, it's thank still you dis- mom for sending me sports hernia treatments as well. Sidney Crosby, if you are listening, you should rest. <laughs> Use an ice pack on the area for twenty to thirty minutes, three to four times a day. I think he's already been doing that. If this has been taking anti-inflammatory meds. All right, all right, and then surgery. Okay, let's uh, talk instead of talking Thanks, about Mom. what the hernia is and how it could be treated. Let's talk about Basically, how this could painful. affect the penguins. It's not going to affect them positively. I can tell you that much. Yeah, especially with you know you look at the East and it's tight. It's really tight. Every like if you look at it, nobody's really out of it. Maybe except for the bottom three, which is Ottawa, New Jersey, and Detroit. Even Detroit, they're not that far back from getting into wild card contention. Chris Letang is out as well. Woo! Wow. Okay. He did not, as of yesterday, he miss. He did not play yesterday. He will not play Friday. That's not good. No, it is not. So Crosby's out. Chris Letang is out. The two people who we have said have been carrying the team since all of these injuries have happened are now out within the last 24 hours. And we have no idea how if Mulkin could be out in a matter of days because he's still on that whole, is he going to get a trial? Is he not going to get a trial? Is he going to have to step away from the game? It's a whole thing. But right now they need to take advantage of having Mulkin because – yeah, they well, at at a very minimum, Malkin's there right now, so the Penguins have to take advantage of having at least one of Crosby or Malkin. Yeah, obviously they would love to have both, but I don't remember a situation really at all in which they never had both of them. Yeah, no, I. It was don't. always one was hurt or the other was hurt. They were never both hurt at the same time. Yeah, and oh, that's just not good. And it's gonna get worse because now you know you're you're getting into the to the real the the meat of the season, and you're gonna start playing more of your in conference foes now because you're gonna probably end up getting the road trips out of the way sooner than later. It, it's just not gonna look good for them, They're, especially that teams are now on the upswing. Like you know, last night they lost to the Rangers in overtime. 
Yeah. Which I'm sure they'll take the point, but with all these injuries, I don't know how many more points there's going to be, but they are lucky that there are teams in the division that are are weak teams, and they still have a shot because they are the Penguins. We've seen what they're capable of. Especially on injuries. They won both of their Cups in 16 and 17 off the back of serious injuries. Exactly. So we know what they're capable of, and between that and the weaker teams in the division, I don't know how far they're going to drop, but I don't necessarily know how high they're going to go. Yeah, I I think at this point, they're going to probably bounce around 4th and 5th or 6th. Like, I don't think they're going to end up getting lower than probably. I mean, they're in the first wild card spot right now. Yeah, they're going to bounce around there but I think, that's for not the remainder stick. of the season, especially if these injuries persist. So, when we come back, we will finish up the rest of the news. We have some talks about out west. We have some talks about in the Atlantic. And then we will look at each division and then the hat trick challenge. You're listening to Post Post here on the way of the sound of LIU. For over 50 years, the Pioneer has kept LIU Post informed on all things happening on campus and beyond. Pick up a copy today for free in print or online and get connected with the Post community. Stay up to date on the latest in news and opinion. Plus, get exclusive coverage of LIU Post Pioneer Sports. The Pioneer is for post, by post, and there's always an opportunity to get involved. To find out how you can contact, join, or advertise in the Pioneer, visit liupostpioneer.com. Get your copy of this week's Pioneer in Hillwood Commons, or visit liupostpioneer.com to download the latest edition. The Pioneer, informing LIU Post for over 50 years. LIUWave.org is your source for Long Island University student radio. Listen live 24-7 online. Subscribe to podcasts. Check out our social media and get in touch with us. It's all online at LIUWave.org. Welcome back to Postman's here on the wave, the sound of LIU. I am your host, Anthony Cavretta. Joined alongside me, as always, is Ryan Kraut. We will finish up the news now and then move over to the divisions. First up, after we finally get some, well, we still have more injury news to talk about. But first up, yeah, we'll go to the injury news first, as Mitch Marner will be missing at least four weeks with an ankle injury. So for Toronto, I think this isn't terrible. It's bad, but it's not terrible. It would have been worse had they not just gotten John Tavares back. But he's back, so it's not as bad as it would have been. But losing Mitch Marner is never good, especially with the points he didn't, puts didn't up. did they just have—wait, it was a Marner or Nylander that just did the contract holdout? Nylander. Okay. Well, Nylander did his— Marner did his, like, before the season. Yeah. So I wouldn't say it's a holdout. It was just waiting for the right deal. Nylander was a holdout. Yeah. So, but as I I was saying, Tavares and Marner do have that great chemistry, and Marner's put puts up the points, gets a lot of assists. So that his absence is definitely going to be felt, but they're not going to be as hurt as they would have been if Tavares had not come back yet. As well, yeah. So it's not, it's not terrible, and it's four weeks. You know, it's a decent amount of time. But unless, like, if the rest of the team can stay healthy, I think it's perfectly fine. You know, they're sitting right now in in a wild card spot. They're sitting fourth in the Atlantic. They're kind of in the same. They're in the exact same spot 
as Pittsburgh's, but I don't think that they're going to be end up doing that much. They're not going. I don't think they're going to play poorly just because Marner is not there. Oh, at, there's no way they play poorly just because Marner is not there. They're they have the pieces to just fill the gap. Exactly, they got enough depth pieces to fill it in, and they'll be perfectly fine. Still, Marner out for four four weeks is still it hurts, but not that bad. So now over to two more little news stories here. First one: Coyotes extend their GM and president. Cool. So I'm officially going to say probably we're not getting the Coyotes moving. I mean, they already said they're not moving. The only thing that they are moving is they're moving to the Central when Seattle comes it's in. Still gonna be weird. It is gonna be weird, but. I mean, I still think Houston's going to get a team at some point. It's just not going to be the Coyotes. Oh, they're going to probably have 34 teams at some in point. the foreseeable future. But I read somewhere that the Coyotes' GM is the youngest GM, I think, in all of sports. I believe the article said he was 26 when they named him GM. I'm going to... That is... That's neat. You know, I he did... Yes, he is now... He's now 30. And he's the GM of the Arizona Coyotes. Okay, cool. So Arizona, once again, uh, I think he's credited with the the kind of rebuild that they did to get better, and you know the slow rebuild. Be very good. Like they're good now. They're not bad now. They're everyone good. else is just everyone else in their division is just underperforming like crazy. Exactly. So. So they're just not bad. They're just not in the basement anymore. Yeah. They have Phil Kessel. That's a win. Yeah. In I'm sure state. Arizona's hot dog sales have gone up. Yeah, that's okay. That's fair. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fair assumption. So, yeah. So good for him. Uh, the Coyotes should be doing better. They'll prob- This probably keeps them in Arizona for the, for the foreseeable future until they decide to buy Even though the, I'm sure that the what we'll say, atmosphere or the f- fan base in Arizona is not, it's not the centered on hockey because of, well, the heat and everything. People so have, is Vegas. Well, Vegas has their only sports team for, for right now. now when the Raiders are moving there. but And I hear MLB might be expanding there. But for right now, the Golden Knights are their only team, so they're getting behind them. For Arizona, they got three other sports teams. Yeah, and three of the sports teams that are good. Well, I don't know if the Suns are good. Well, I don't really I mean, like, care about basketball, but they've had a, be- a longer. I know the Diamondbacks are pretty good. They the, did win the Cardinals win. just got the number one overall pick in the NFL draft, so a lot of people are probably not paying attention to the Arizona Coyotes. Yeah, but I, I think they should. I feel like the team is gonna probably be better in the coming. Be hard to be years. worse. So, but you know who is worse? Than Ottawa Senators. Well, besides them, I'm in the West. The Kings in the Wild. Yeah, and the Kings. Remember how we were all hyped that Kovalchuk was coming back? The or Ilya Kovalchuk, Ilya Kovalchuk sweepstakes. Everyone wanted him, and by everyone I mean like the Rangers wanted him. That was weird. When it was reported that he signed with the Rangers when he wasn't even a free agent yet and couldn't talk to teams, I'm like, no. That was weird. So, but. He did go to the Kings, signed a really comfy deal. Three years, 18 mil. And now he is deactivated for the foreseeable future. Good for you, Ilya. <coughs> wow. Um, not 100% what sure What happens? Why. I don't know. I'm. Sh- he's clearly not the player that he was before he left. Yeah, but he's also much older. And we expected older. that. 
he was gone for five years, of course you're not going to be the same player. You have to adapt with your age. But he, it's not like he's the only one on that team that's been underperforming. The whole team has. You know, they're, they're, they have a total of, how many points? 13. They're, in, they're the la- their last, I think, believe they're last in the entire conference, for the West at least. Yeah, they're dead last in the conference. The only team that is better than them is, well, most of them, and Minnesota. They're last in the league. Yeah, they're last in the league. Even Ottawa's better than them. I mean, we didn't expect him to be what he was before he left. But even when he did leave in the KHL, he was still putting up points. Then he comes back, has to readjust after five years. Of course, there's going to be a little bit of a down period. And I'm sure it doesn't help that he's playing on a team that's currently last in the league and is getting really frustrated because they were in the Stanley Cup not too long ago and were winning cups not too long ago. But it's... The relationship just kind of went sour, and so they're saying you're not going to play anymore. They're probably going to play someone younger who they're going to try and develop, and they're either going to try and trade Kovalchuk or look for a mutual termination of his contract they, because they he can. they can't buy him out. Yeah, because it's But too if much. he says, yeah, I'll, I'll, I want to be released, then they can release him. And then we'll just have a nice It just has laugh. to be mutual. I'm sure Devils fans are having a great time with this one. Well, besides them being, I think. I mean, they have to look at the silver lining somewhere. They're one point above, I think. They're one point above the Kings. And the player that left them for the Kings and beat them, the team that beat them in the Stanley Cup seven years ago at this point, is now out of a job. So I'm sure the Devils are having a great time with this. Yeah, so... But I don't know. It's it's really strange that you I know because they haven't given any information either about why this is happening. I mean, he started off the season pretty well for his age and for being on the Kings with the, their lack of production. But I'm I think it may be an attitude thing. We don't know. We don't know what goes on behind right. the scenes. Well, also, you know, it might be a locker room thing. That that doesn't surprise me because I believe like if you look at. He had that. He had kind of an ego in Jersey, very large ego in Jersey, and that wouldn't Be, surprise because me. he had that massive contract. That, yeah, I'm sure getting, that had, he was getting, you know, Pietro money. Yeah, we don't like to talk about that. I'm going to, because it's the. We best. don't like to talk about Rick Pietro money. Well, they tried to give it to him and it just didn't they, work. For different reasons, but different yes. reasons, but yeah. But do you think that this whole controversy and benching or really release is going to tarnish his legacy. What legacy? Or tarnish his reputation. reputation. We'll we'll say that it instead. It depends on what depends on why this is happening. If it is a ego thing, if it is a locker room issue, then yes. If it's just, you know, he can't he hasn't fit the mold and it's the kings that want to do it and the Kings don't see him as a piece going forward, then I think he's fine. It really depends on the reasoning of why he why this is happening. Because either way, no matter what, he's going into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. 400 and almost 450 goals 
850 plus points. It'll be a while before he gets in. I'm but... sure it will, especially since he's still playing. But he's going in. So regardless, At that's point. not going to change. But it, I think it when we when you, when we get more information, and we see what the problem actually is, if it is just the king saying, "Okay, we tried. We know we're not going anywhere. We apologize. We're just gonna do. We're just gonna." let you go, and you could do whatever you want. You can go to another team. You can go back to Russia. No hard feelings. It just didn't work. Whatever. But if it's like he wants out, he'll he'll be dragged out of the building kicking and screaming, yeah, that may hurt him in the long run. Yeah. It absolutely will hurt him in the long run. If, if he has to be dragged out of the building, no one's going to want him. I don't really know how many people are going to want him now, but if he handles this maturely... Like an adult? Like the 36-year-old man that he is? It'll end better than if he just marches into the GM's office and curses him out and walks out. Yeah, so we'll keep an, we'll keep an eye on the story because there's, be, there's bound to be more information that we don't know yet, especially because it was so vague that they're just like, oh, he's deactivated for the foreseeable future. Cool. Why? So we'll get more information on that when we can. So, when we come back, we will look at the divisions. We will see who's up, who's down, who's going to stay, who needs to start thinking about the draft lottery. Then we will look at the hat trick challenge and the games tonight. You're listening to Post Post here on the wave, the sound of LIU. The new sound of Long Island University has arrived with a splash. The wave brings you the hottest new music, exclusive coverage of LIU sports, and updates on everything happening at Long Island University. It's the station for the students, by the students. Tune in and catch the wave. Visit liuwave.org or download the WCWP app for iOS and Android. Having trouble writing a paper? The LAU Post Writing Center is here to help. Located in Humanities 202, the Writing Center has peer tutors who are ready to help you with your writing skills. Brainstorming, outlines, thesis statements, ESL concerns, and more. We also have a lending library full of free books for anyone to take home. Stop by Humanities 202 to work one-on-one with the tutor or call us at 516-299-2732. And check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and our blog. Welcome back to Post Post here on the Wave, the sound of LIU. I am your host, Anthony Cavaretta. Joining alongside me, as always, is Ryan Kraut. We've gotten all the news out of the way. We've gotten all the craziness of the NHL so far out of the way. And we're going to look at the divisions and see who's up, who's down, who's gonna, who should be worrying about the playoffs, and who should be worrying about where they're going to be in the draft lottery. So let's quickly go over the divisions. I Do we really – we'll, we'll start as we usually do in the West. Do we need to look at the Central? Yes or no? Not not really. St. Louis is still up there, exceeding my personal expectations. I didn't think they were going to be able to continue this, but 8-1-1 in their last 10, obviously you're going to be up there. Colorado right behind them. Nashville right behind them again. They're starting to get a little older. Winnipeg still struggling with the defense. Dallas is sticking around a little bit, but still underperforming. And then Chicago and Minnesota are just train wrecks. It's, it's bad. Poor Robin Leonard. He deserves better. He does deserve better. That's a shame. So So does Zach Parise, but he's home. He's happy. Yeah, good he's, for Zach. He's getting a lot of money. Oh, uh, yeah. He's, That's he's good. fair. 
Got like $98 million, something like that. So we look at the Pacific once again. Still kind of crazy. Uh, you know, once again, we said it before, we'll say it again. It's surprising how these teams are just not good. Vegas has probably been the biggest surprise to me in this division. Well, they only, they're only backed by a game, really, out of the third-place spot. Well, well Vegas and Vancouver. Fine... Vancouver has actually surprised me a lot as well. I did not think that <clears throat> at any point they would, A, have the best goal differential in the division, and B, be in a playoff spot. Just they're, didn't think it was going to happen. Thought they were su- too young. Didn't think they had the experience or the goaltending. No, nah, I think they did. I think I, I think I said it before. I think I said it in the predictions when we started this season. And Vancouver is going to be the one team that will surprise me. They'll finish in the top, maybe a playoff spot, maybe just out of it. But I do think that they have what it takes to you know keep it up. Even the other the other surprising thing for me is Arizona. You know. They shouldn't be second in the Pacific right now. They shouldn't be second. I don't think Edmonton should be first, just based on recent years. I honestly, in recent years, I would expect that this division would be standing the way it is, but like bottom from top. Yeah. In recent years, that makes sense because the Kings were good up until last season. The Sharks don't know what's happening there. It's it's a mess. You know, they were great. They were... You go from, surprisingly enough, being in the conference final, losing to the Blues, and now you're just bad. And they really only lost Pavelski, right? Yeah. I guess even, it's even them harder. Even gained Marlowe back, too. So Where's it's like... It's beating, not, it, not a huge gain at this point, but it's, it's, like, it's one of those fan-favorite game gains. But it's always rough losing your captain. I guess it's just a harder... Take, it's just had a more of an impact than we thought it was going to. Yeah, clearly. Anaheim, I kind of expected them to be here, you know, at the bottom, especially after losing Corey Perry. Yeah, and Kessler's out for maybe ever. Yeah, and you know, Getzlav is not the guy he used to be. So, Mr. Duck. Mr. Duck, yes. So, Vegas is the only surprising one here. I think they just. They could be tired. I think they just need to get their stride going a bit more. I mean, they've been a team for three years, and they've had, except for last year, deep playoff runs. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know, I think also, you know, the NHL, the other 30 teams in the league are kind of like, oh, we can, we figured you out now. They're human. <laughs> Look at that. You know, Calgary, once again, Calgary's not out of it either, but I think they should be a little bit higher than they are right now. They're in fourth. They could bounce back. It's not hard. It's really close once you get to once you get to Vegas. It's everything's kind of close because you got Vegas twenty one points, Calgary twenty three, Vancouver twenty three, Arizona twenty four, then in Edmonton with twenty six. So I think it's still up for grabs. But I think those five teams are going to be the ones that are fighting come February. Yeah, I I agree. I agree with that. So switching over to the East now, we'll start in the Atlantic. Things are still kind of weird, but things are starting to stabilize a bit more. You know, the reactor's not going to explode. So Ottawa's the bottom. Detroit's the bottom. Tampa's getting there, but they're still in that weird place where we're going to yell at them eventually. Oh, we yell at them all the time. If they're not in first place in the entire league, we yell at them. Exactly. Buffalo's finally falling down again. They they have not won, I think, since they were four losses. Four losses in a row. But I predicted, let me see, so a couple weeks ago, 
that they'd be the first to the Buffalo Sabres would be the first to 10 wins. That was now three weeks ago. And in that span, I believe they needed, when I predicted it, they needed two wins. They have had one win since then. Yeah. And they have nine. Sitting comfortably with that in those nine wins and two overtime losses. So, uh-huh. Buffalo's finally falling back to earth. Welcome back. We've you been know. expecting you. Yeah. Toronto's sitting at fourth. Pretty pretty solid. I think they'll move up once again. Uh, Florida doing really well for themselves. Florida absolutely surprised me yesterday. They were up 4 nothing. No, down no, 4 nothing. Down 4 nothing. excuse me. Down 4 nothing to Boston. Somehow, in the third period alone, tied it up with a minute and a half or so left in the game, and then won in the shootout. I did not expect Florida to be capable of that at all. And, and I think that game was in Boston, too. It I'm, was in Boston. Which makes it even more surprising. Yeah. And their goaltending hasn't been good either. No. I'm sorry, Bobrovsky, but, you know, there's no way that you should be Sergey Bobrovsky! There it is. So, yeah, he hasn't been doing extremely well. He's been kind of on the downswing, especially when I, wa- when I originally thought that he was in the game on Sunday against the Rangers. But then, lo and behold, he wasn't. They didn't end up winning that game in a shootout. But, yeah, Florida looks good on, you know, they've been doing well up front. But their goaltending has kind of been thrown into question a bit more. And I love Bobrovsky, you know, for several reasons. And I think he needs to just get his stride back and realize why he's playing for $11 million. Yeah, he's not currently living up to his salary. I'm sure that's going to change. Because he is the one of the top three goalies in the league, at least in my opinion. He's he's gonna be better. It's just not it's not gonna stick, but at least the team in front of him is performing. Yeah. So that's that's good. Florida, I think they'll I think they could end up making the playoffs. Either as a third seed or a wild card. They'll make a wild card push. So and then top two of the Atlantic, Montreal. Nice to see you back to relevance again. Didn't this is necessarily nice. expect Montreal to be in second. But then again, although, look, they're also tied, and they're like one point, and Toronto's one point behind them. Buffalo's three points behind them. So it's not crazy. And once again, on top, Boston. Not surprised. Nope. This is exactly where I expected them to be. They have been struggling to close out games recently, and they have been struggling in the shootout. Lost their last two in the shootout. Let's do an overtime. Owen, well, overtime and shootout. Overtime shootout. They're zero three in shootouts this year. They're gonna have to work on on that, but they're not going anywhere. I don't think that they're gonna fall any further than a, than third, even if they fall that far. Yeah, I think they'll stay in the top two. You know, Spaghetti Man's doing his thing. Still, still with that hot streak, points and. 15 of his last 16. Nice. Nice to nice to be a Boston fan right now, and I hate it. So, now to the fun one, the Metro. As Jersey once again, I think they're just getting a nice they're they're they're, they're enjoying the basement. They're just going to sit there from now on. I mean, I don't know how you can just be okay with just sitting there after everything you did in the Get off another season. first round pick, first overall pick. Yeah, but they 
did so much in the offseason. They went out and got Subban. They got Simmons. They draft, They got Gusev. They benched. drafted Jack Hughes. They did so much in the offseason. And to have 14 points and be one point out of last in the entire league after everything they did, you can't just sit there and after 16 games and say, oh, we'll wait till next year. You have a minus 19 goal differential. Because they need goaltending. Then go get a goalie. I'm sorry, but like if that's your, pr- it, but that's not your only problem. You know, you look sloppy on the ice. It, maybe it's maybe it's the coaching staff. I have no idea. But it just you can't. You shouldn't be this bad. They shouldn't be this bad. And I honestly, I think they're gonna stay this bad until they do something about it, they, which they tried to do, but clearly it has not worked. Like, as a fan of a division rival, like, this makes me happy because, you know, I have nightmares about the Devils 2012 proceeding. But, you know, to me, this is like a good th- – as a fan, it's a good thing. But as a hockey fan, this is just upsetting. Yeah, they put so much effort into their offseason. And to be where you are, the entire organization and the f- entire fan base, everyone involved has has to be frustrated. Exactly. And then – Move up. Columbus kind of expected them at this point. You know, you lost so much. There's no way that you were going to bounce back and have a good season right out of the gate. You're going to have to rebuild. So this is where I kind of saw them. The Rangers have been on the upswing lately. You know, even though they lost Sunday against Florida, they won last night against Pittsburgh in overtime off of a beautiful goal from the second overall pick, Kako. So... I think that they actually, they're kind of showing of what they can actually do. And this is with their top guy injured. You know, they have their top centerman out. They've had him out for a while. Zbanjad's been hurt. He should be back in the lineup in a few weeks. They've been playing the kids like crazy. And, you know, they show, there was a statistic on NBC last night where they showed all the kids that they have gotten over the last year. Not a single player on the ice who had, I think, you know, Excluding the top line, which even even the top line besides, ex- I think excluding Kreider, Lundqvist, and Panarin, everybody on the ice who got a majority of ice time was 21 or younger. That's insane. And they're still producing, and they look great on the ice. This is, inc- I, 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 not even as a Ranger fan, this is incredible. This is, they should not be able to have this kind of production from kids who are 21 and younger you just don't you don't see it they have these kids are very very talented there some of them aren't even some, they're younger than us don't remind me so it's just shocking and i think that they can honestly isn't, isn't Kako like 17 he's 18 <laughs> i think well i didn't know i think he's 18 when i think when they when they drafted him or something, he was 17. And it was may a, have been his birthday at some point. I think it was his birthday recently. Cause, and you got that. You got Panarin low-key on a 18. point streak. He's, he's going to turn 19 in February. Cool. That's yeah. still he's still younger than both of us, so whatever. You know, Panarin has been the piece that you've needed for the last, I don't know, decade. A genuine goal scorer. And he's been producing like a madman. He has a, I think it's like a, a six-game point streak now. It's incredible. And they should, I think if they can, can keep this production up, because you know Philly's going to fall, you know Pittsburgh's going to fall. 
especially Pittsburgh, they could probably fight for a wild card or at least a spoiler. Yeah, at a very minimum, I'll give them spoiler. If they keep this up with all the kids that they have in the youth, these kids have a lot of endurance, a lot of stamina. They're, they can last a little longer than some of these older players in the league, which is going to definitely benefit the Rangers. So when it's late in the season, they can fight for that wild card spot. Or even so, if you really wanted to, you get the kids enough ice time, you can get rid of some of the veteran guys. Like, you know, they uh, TSN recently came out with the possible trade block, and the first name that's up there, Chris Kreider. I don't see Chris Kreider staying. I, they're going to trade him at some point. And if he comes back, that's something else, but they're going to trade him. If everything that's happened to the Rangers with all the young kids that they have, they're going to try and get more. Yeah. Not even that. You get that, and, you know, there's certain, like, there's still talks that they want Polo Yarvi, that they're the probably the number one suitor for him. Well, I don't think he's coming because he said he's staying well, in Finland or wherever he is. His rights can be traded. And then they could pr- bring him over with, like, the idea of, like, because he's, fi- he's, um, he's Finnish. Uh, Finnish. Uh, I don't even know if that's Finnish. the right. Finnish. So, you know, you if you sign, if you get his, his rights, what's the number one thing that you could say to him? We will put you on the first line with Capo Caco. That's, you know, that's not bad. It's not. That that could bring him over. And he's in his early, maybe mid-20s? Yeah, he's not that, he's, he's, he's young still. So they think if they, you know, that could be something that brews over the next few months. Well, they would need to sign him by December 1st if they do get his rights. Otherwise, he can't play. Well, that probably, I think if that's going to happen, it'll be for next season. I don't think they'll bring him in right now. Then I think he's. I think after a certain point, you just become a free agent if you don't sign. Well, I don't know if his contract's up. Is it? Well, if he's an R, if he's an RFA and he doesn't have a contract, then it turns into an F- a UFA. UFA, and then anyone can sign him. Well, even so, I think if if he's still going to be the front runner at that time, it should be interesting to see if he comes over to the Rangers, especially with the the youth that's been building there. So you move up from six to five, Carolina. Cool. <laughs> you know, it's not as in-depth. They're a you know. home team. They're literally only decent at home. Yeah. Their road record is not good. It's not terrible, but it's not good. Their home record, 7-3. and three. So those dang candy cane jerseys. No one likes them. Yeah, those, I don't know what, those are th- what they're thinking. I don't know why your home jersey and your road jersey would look, like, ridiculously different. You had a built-in thing. You could have just made the black the black alternates white, and you would have sold, and you would have printed money. But no. It's something weird. But the team's good. Team's solid. Everybody loves them at this point. I don't see anybody. I've never seen anybody who doesn't like the Hurricanes at this day and age. Except Don Cherry. Well, he's the whole reason that we like them now. So, good job, Don. And I think they'll end up sitting here. They'll probably move up. I think they're a playoff team. Yeah, they'll... They'll get things going. They're gonna. They'll get. They'll get back there. Pittsburgh. We've said it once. We'll say it again. Um, oh damn! What? What? Uh, what is it? What am I? What am I looking for, Ryan? Well, when things go wrong, they go really wrong. That's it. it that's is. what we're looking for. So that's about it. Yep. You need that. You need. That's to, all you need to know. That's all you need to know. Philly. They're gonna fall. They've also really been a home team this year. Six one and one. That's very very good. 
Right. You always have to defend home ice, but Carter Hart is going to get burnt again. Yeah, he's going to get burnt out. It's, it's not going to last long. And then and their backup, Brian Elliott's still a very capable goalie, but he's getting up there. He's in his late 30s. You need another goalie. You need a, you need a backup. They had eight last year. I'm sure somewhere one in there there's another goalie. One of them. Granted, Talbot is now in he's the backup Calgary. Calgary. So you got seven other goalies in there somewhere. You have to have one that you can use. Hopefully. Or not, I would just try to get somebody. You know, you're riding a four-game win streak, solid, but I don't see Philly sitting in the top four. Any, like, they'll They're fall. They're not going to stay. The Islanders. They'll stay. They'll stay. Uh, I think 12 game point streak. Awesome. Also, you know, I think that was the only, this past weekend was the only time in my entire life I ever rooted for the Penguins. I don't believe that. I do, because I did. Well, it's your life, so I hope you believe it. I did, because. So you in know. the playoffs, you were rooting for the Islanders over the Penguins? No. There you go. No, I was not, because that was, I did not need the Islanders in the conference final. That was not happening. There you go. Never heard the end of it. But, you know, you... Mythbusters here on Post to Post. <laughs> so, you know, they just finished up their, what was it, 10-game 10 10-game 10 winning streak. Should have won that game. Definitely should have won that game. Hard loss, but... Got some back, do? I think. Still got the point streak going. They're going to have a fire underneath them tonight. As, yeah, no. The quote-unquote snake comes back to the Coliseum. I'm just glad that now this is going to be like a maybe a three-time-a-year thing because they play the Leafs about three times a year, and they don't have to like complain about him every single waking minute of every single waking day. They'll complain about him when he's in the Coliseum. They They'll complain the about him when he's either A, doing well, B, injured, or the Islanders are playing them. Other than that, they're kind of calm about it now. As you know, I love I love his line because he he said today he, he just needs to stop talking about his time here at this point. Just stop. No, I love this because he said on this morning, and I quote: "Tavares's line wants to put the Islanders in a spin cycle." Did not hear that. I heard he just kept talking about his time on Long Island and how much it meant to him and how passionate of a fan base the Islanders are, and he enjoyed every second here. You're built. You're digging your own grave there, buddy. You're ser- like. You really can't get much lower than you are now. Just stop talking. Yeah, they're just, just stop. You don't know how to talk to the media. That's really the only reason you're in this situation to begin with. That's true. That's the only reason. You don't know how to talk to the media. Either learn how to talk to the media or don't talk. Like I get you're the captain and everything and the you media need to is, talk to the media. Obviously you need to talk to the media. But just choose your words a little more carefully. But, you know, once again, the Islanders, you're doing well, and I think you guys will continue to do well. It hurts me to say that, but the Eggman. it'll be fine. The Eggman cometh. Our savior. So, and once again, where the Eggman came from, Washington sitting atop the league. They are also not going anywhere. This is not, like, come on, this is not new. This is not new. What is new is the struggles of Braden Holtby. What is not new is the Capitals playing well, but I don't remember the last time they played well when Holtby was not playing well. It it's depends. On, well, it's always good goaltending that carries a team. So, once again... I mean, he's 8-1. and one. Not terrible. 8-1-3. and three, But his goals against 325, his save percentage 898, 
that's not classic Braden Holtby. No, not at all. But he he is riding a personal four-game winning streak, but he is going to have to keep some more uh, pucks out of the net. He needs to do better. I think his save— I mean, it's hard for us to ask for any more than what he's done over the last few years. It would just be selfish at that point to ask for anything more. But this is not classic Braden Holtby. He's never— finished a season with a goals against at three. He's finished with 299, but never been at three. Now, the question is, and you know, I think you know I'm going to ask, is Braden Hopi's numbers better than LIU's goalie? I'm going to assume yes. I feel like there's no way well, that our starting goaltender... Probably. Yeah, probably. Because I also don't. This is how we know judge if performance. She played this past weekend. I do not know either. But she did win rookie um, defensive, defensive player, player of the week, which of is the awesome. Week. Congrats for that. But as you know, here on Post to Post, we grade our goalies on one standard rule: Is Mia McLeod better than them? As I don't, I think you know she is better than most of the goalies in the league at the moment. But let's see. I think she, um, shouldn't be this hard to find her statistics. She is 526 goals against, 895 save percentage. So congratulations, Braden Holtby. Your save percentage is higher. You finally did it. <laughs> Congrats. You finally broke it. You've, you've won over you now the have post-to-post crew that you are better than the LIU Sharks starting goaltender. <laughs> Props. So We've been waiting for this day, Braden. So continue to keep up that production, and you should be fine. You should make the playoffs and possibly. I mean, you're going to make the playoffs anyway. Regardless, you could have a save percentage of probably 12, and (laughs) you would still make the playoffs. With that type of core, you know, know, Alex Ovechkin is still Ovechkin. Alex Ovechkin. Exactly. And they still have American hero TJ Oshie. That's true. They still got a 5 1 1 backup goalie who is Ilya Samsonov, 22, 245 goals against, 915 save percentage. Kids off to a great start for his career. So you should be fine. You'll be you'll be perfectly fine. Not so, worried at all. Moving over to the hat trick challenge, as I think for the first time, probably either in a while or ever, I've gotten all my predictions wrong. So, and I think Ryan got one. So as of right now, Ryan currently leads me six to four, and it's still a long season. But last week I said Flurry will get his 450th win. Wrong. I said Pecorino will get his 350th win. Wrong. And I said Paul Stastny will get his 700th point. Wrong. So, um... It's a lot of wrongs. Yeah, a lot. I don't it's, like it. It's an issue. So this Should year, fix that. I, I, I am. I'm, I'm going to play a little bit safer this time around. So, this week, I said for my first prediction, Steven Stamkos will get his 400th goal by next show. I think he needs th- two, and there are three games. You've said this before. I have. He has let you down. He has, but I'm hoping he does not. So we'll be we'll hope to God that that happens. Second, Vegas will be third or higher in their division by next show. They have also let me down, especially last week. Let's try not to do that this time. You should stop putting your faith in people who have let you down in the past. And I'm good for it. And lastly, Henrik Lundqvist. How do I even say my own goalie's name wrong? Henrik Lundqvist will be fifth all-time in wins by next show. He needs two. And how many games do the Rangers have? Two. And he's not starting both of those games. <laughs> yeah, he could. He's, he, oh, there's 
two game, two days rest. Well, hold on. Georgiev started last night. And there's two days rest in between those two games. So most likely. I think no, there's Maybe. three. There's three games. I'm sorry. There's three games. Maybe. Maybe. I'll give it a maybe. He needs two wins, and he has sole position of, of fifth. He can be tied, because then that's fine. I didn't say he needs sole. I just said he needs to be fifth all time. So that's perfectly fine. But, yeah, I need to start winning. I'm starting to get a little desperate now. And I need to pick it up a little bit. I have, I've only gotten three of my last six or nine, right? But last week I said David Pasternak's point streak will reach 15 games. It was at 14. He was credited with an assist in what was game 15. Was taken away. So point streak ended, scored the next day because of course. But still got a nice hot streak going. I also said Josh Bailey will record his 300th career assist. That did not happen somehow. Don't know how. Also said the Islanders will be top five in the Eastern Conference. That did happen. So, check. And for this week, I am sticking with Josh Bailey. I have faith. The goal song has helped him along. His Has it? It has. It really has. That's good for him. So, Josh Bailey will record his 300th career assist. They play today. They play Saturday. It will happen at some point. And you'll be in the arena tonight, so that'll help him. That, yes. My presence helps a lot of people. Thank you for realizing that. You're welcome. The Kings will still be bottom three in the league. That won't surprise me. And there will be at least three shutouts. Again with the shutouts. This week. I've gotten it right every time. That's true. So that is my predictions for the week. I hope to be up by at least four. And once again, the real tiebreaker for the season is our season predictions, which mine, as I will remind you now, is Austin Matthews will finish the season with 40 goals or more. He's on pace to do it. Perfectly fine. And I believe yours is the same thing, just for Alex Ovechkin. Mine for Ovechkin, well, he will be a 700-goal scorer by the end of the season. Last checked, he had 669. He now has 671, so we're moving up. You may even get that before. Did you say above, or it has to be... He will become the eighth member of the 700-goal club. Okay, so he's going to probably beat it. He'll beat it by Christmas at the rate he's going. I don't think he's going to get 29 goals by Christmas. I've seen crazy. 29 seen, more goals by Christmas. I've seen crazier things happen. If Alex Ovechkin has 40, 40-something goals by Christmas, I want to see what he finishes the season with. May at least be, he may beat Gretzky's record at that point. So... Well, we will look at tonight's games. We have a little bit more time so we can look at these a little bit more. First up, the Ottawa Senators versus the Devils. Can we say this is a tank game? We can. We will. Tank game. So I think the Senators will win. Where is it? It's in New Jersey. Yeah, I'll give it to Ottawa. They've upset some New York area teams on home ice recently. As I cry in the corner. So next you have the the big game, Leafs. At the Coliseum. Islanders. Islanders, Islanders are taking there's it. There's no way they the don't. The crowd is going to carry them through this game. Yeah. Of course it will. Next, Caps Flyers in for some... I don't know how this... How is this the Wednesday night hockey for game? This, they need to pick better Wednesday night hockey matchups. Seriously. And stop putting like stop putting the Caps in it all the time. And the Flyers in it all the time. It's enough. Like this, the Washington, um, obviously, is going to take it, first of all. Yeah. But pick better games. The Leafs and Isles should be on the MDC tonight. There's oh, no way yeah. they shouldn't be. The Leafs and Isles is being televised like in 
like on, on a lot of Canadian networks too. Yeah, it's a big game. So next we go over to Stars and Flames in Calgary. So I think Stars will take it. Yep, I'll go with Dallas. And lastly, in the second Wednesday night hockey game, this one kind of makes more sense a bit to me. The Hawks go to Las Vegas to play the Golden Knights. I think this is going to be a good game. I think it has a, the potential to be a very good game. I think Vegas is going to win. Yeah, I think Vegas is going to win. There's no way they don't win at home against a team that's less than them. So that will do it for us on this week's edition of Post to Post. We will catch you next week. Enjoy some hockey. We will see you next time.